Good morning. Morning, guys. Morning, morning, morning. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but when we started Relevant Bible Talk, we would do the silliest introductions. But now, we're all proper, man. We're really serious. We're really super serial. Really super serial. And, um, you know, ministry is not something to laugh at or laugh about. We take this thing serious. You just hurt the Bible. The Bible can't be hurt. So, uh, <laughs> it is. He missed me. It is. Um, Admit it. I always miss you, even when you walk away. It is Monday night for us, Tuesday morning for you guys. We are here in our living room, and uh, I didn't want to wake the fish up again, but I did feed them, I promise. I fed them. Casa Rocha. And uh, <clears throat> so um, we were at the church today. We got to see Sister Melodia, Brother Tomas, Brother Eli. Louie, and Eli. Eli, the man. That's it, right? That's all we saw? Oh, and then Ben walked in. Ben is with us, babe. Do you guys know that Ben is with us now? Yeah. I have inherited another one. Yeah. So uh, we we're, were supposed to be we're supposed to be slowly getting rid of them, and we're not, guys. Yeah. We're not, guys. We're adding more, but it's a blessing. Da na na na. Da na na Remember Adam's family? Yeah. So um, yeah. So we were at the church getting some stuff done. Got home. What did we do? When we got home. Oh, I had, I had a. Oh, yes. I knew there was something. Duh. Yeah, you had a really, really good. Um, it wasn't a Zoom. It was a StreamYard. Um, live. Live with Cholo Trucker, which he's alive. He's well. He said he's bruised up from I that know. car hitting him. He couldn't him. even clap. <laughs> Every time he'd clap, he'd be like, ow, ow. I'm like, don't clap. Man. Poor guy, man. We've yeah. almost lost him twice. The yeah. shark from the shark, the great white shark that had... I kept picturing a giant shark in San Francisco Bay when he swam. Okay, that's just to show you guys what? that my husband exaggerates because yesterday you know after i got off of this live with you guys or this video uh, the devotional from yesterday i told him what made you think that i was going around telling everybody he's all well i've seen them coming to talk to you and i said david they were calling me the the usher came to get me to talk to me about the kids that the teacher was calling me that she wanted to talk to me about the children's Christmas program so I walked back out to go talk to the teacher he's like well I just seen all kinds of commotion and I go that wasn't commotion that was the usher coming to get me to talk to the teacher and what the does that have to do with the great white shark that almost ate cholo trucker because you exaggerated you exaggerated them to them that there was all kinds of commotion going on in the church <laughs> see <laughs> he exaggerated guys and I'm like they probably, the picture you painted to them, mm. that there was commotion, like you got all worried that Cholo Trucker... No, I didn't know yet. I didn't know nothing happened yet. What I said was... You said you saw all this movement. Yeah, so it, 
I was wondering what happened, and then after you told me. But it looked like a lot of movement when all the usher only came to get me, and I talked to my son. And Andrea, or Liana, talk to somebody. Honey, all I asked was Liana to sing for me. Oh, I don't know. You see, guys? Sometimes. So. And then right now he's saying that Cholo Trucker was getting eaten by a shark. You don't know. <laughs> those are cold waters. Very oh cold gosh. waters. I bet you those are sharks staring at him. Like, look at that taco. That's Mexican food. <laughs> I bet you every shark in the bay was like... Oh, my God. Because well, they get a lot of swimmers, but they're like, oh we never God. had no Mexican food. <laughs> that, that's a delicacy the right there. Grilled cheeses? They're, that's a delicacy. And then they're like, yeah, there's no meat on them. <laughs> so, man, if I was in that water, it would have been over. Oh, they God. would have had a straight smorgies. <laughs> you know? What the heck is a smorgie? <laughs> it's a buffet. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? You never... What is a smorgie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you just make no. that? No. Is heard... that like a, a s'more <laughs> with meat? You've never heard of that? No. What's a smorgie? Look it up. It's a word. Oh, my God. Um, well, I it's, it was it's a short. S'more, a s'mores with oh. meat. So you thought I was a giant s'more. <laughs> Why would I call myself a giant s'more? <laughs> I'm brown in the outside but white on the inside? Like, that don't make sense. What the heck is wrong with you? you you're the one laughing at smorgie. Oh, God. It's a, it's a smorgasbord. A smorgasbord, okay. That's the actual word. Smorgie. Smorg. Oh. You go back a little bit, two letters? No? One more letter? Smorgy? Wait. No. Smorgy. I guess. See Smorgy what happens. Board? There, see? Go to uh, all. A luncheon or supper buffet. See? A smorgy. So you were uh, a, a super buffet. Yeah. Oh my God. So, well, no. First of all, we almost lost him when he fought Gunner with a broken rib, <laughs> and then with the Great White under him, and then with the semi truck hitting him on the bike. Or... <laughs> now it's a semi. You're the kind. Of, you're the kind of person nobody ever yeah. wants to do telephone with you. <laughs> do you know, like, you know, when we were little, he flew twenty feet no, in the air. Never do telephone with this guy. You know when you you when you do that thing, you know when you say something on the on the little thing and they say whisper it to the next person and it keeps going? Never ever with him. Because guys, by the time by the time let's say if somebody falls, by the time it gets to somebody else, oh my god, did you see? She Fell, ripped her head open. There was what? guts all over the place, and that that'll be it. So, anyways, a car hit him. He flew about 20, 30 feet in the air. <laughs> and uh, guys, I'm just doing. I'm saying that to be funny, man, because the guy's okay. Other than he can't clap. <laughs> <laughs> what? The Lord needs to heal him so he can worship on Sunday. Oh my God. His clappers are broke. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my God. Leave him alone. 
He's probably over there cracking up and it's probably hurting him as he's, as he's laughing. Yeah, probably. Uh, anyways, it was, anyways, for all we've been trying to say is that you had a great live, like a round table with him, right? Because it was awesome. he did this, he's been doing love, this whole, I love what he's been doing this he, whole year. He did this whole Amazing. series and, and he got a lot of the people that he talked to for the series all together at one. Yeah. And that was, that was cool. Uh. It was intense. Yeah, it was good. good. So make sure you guys, if you guys didn't get to see it, guys, um, Sharon is on there. Go to Cholo Trucker's uh, channel, and you can watch it. Yeah, Eli. Eli was on there. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Heart Life, um, and somebody by the name of... Uh, Mr. Garcia. Juan, Juan Garcia. And what's the other brother's name? Vince. Vince. Yeah. yeah, Vince. Yeah, Man. but um, amazing people, everybody, yeah. and of course, Eddie uh, Cholo Trucker, uh, yeah. amazing, amazing. Uh, he had an amazing panel. Yeah. Everybody was great, and um, it was good. so much insight, really yeah. good insight on on everybody's um, the stories, you know, and the effects, you know, that, um, the effects that, you know, um, child, um, you know, uh, what, how would you... Molestation. Yeah, child yeah. molestation. That was the how, subject. How it can affect um, you as an adult and, you know, the effects as children as well. Yeah. And family. Because yeah, I remember about a, two years ago, a year and a half, he shared on his channel that he was molested when he was a child. And I think he, he started the subject because he's like, there's got to be more people. And that's kind of what he started doing yeah. so for this whole year i think once a month he talked about that subject and he made a vow to talk about that for a whole year and this was the last month of that yeah i think so. if he if he continues to to really um to do this i think it's definitely something a movement that can that can yeah. be born from this and um, yeah yeah I, I think it's a great thing that he's doing so great uh guys go over there support him you know and support this um uh, by by sharing it and just by really you know um you know subscribing and hitting like because i mm -hmm. i really believe that by doing that it brings awareness uh to to the cause and don't make them clap guys please not right now <laughs> please yeah, his clappers are broke yes but you know um aside from all jokes guys you know keep them in prayer um keep them in prayer because you know i know that he definitely wants to um I definitely know that he wants to continue doing this uh this this bike ride yeah. in a month and a half from now and um he needs to heal he needs to heal for that so yeah. it's really really important. I feel bad guys because it was mine and Sharon's idea in the beginning because we had talked about doing the ride from San Francisco to Santa Monica we and, weren't planning to do it anytime soon though guys yeah it was just gonna be me and her doing it and we were gonna take one change of clothes each and a backpack and we were just gonna go for six days until we got there and just stay at a hotel we we're gonna take a debit card and uh one change of clothes so we would wash our clothes every every night in the hotel and um we had i guess he had heard us mention it and he's like i want to do that and that's what started this whole thing so when he got hit by the car i felt bad because he wouldn't have been riding that bike if it wasn't you know for this thing and i felt bad and but I'm just glad he's okay. Yeah. So. So, on another note, um, it's good to just be back here with you guys. And um, we have a scripture to share with you guys. Yeah. 
share. So we're going to go to the book of Joel. And uh, it's a very small book in the Bible, in the Old Testament. And it's chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. Uh, I have never preached on this verse. I've never given a Bible study on this verse. I've never talked about this verse in a devotional. Never, actually. I've read it. Uh, and the only reason I say that, honestly, I don't remember. But I've read the book of Joel so many times, so I know I've read it. But anyways, here it is. In um, Joel, Joel chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. It says, Even now, declares the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Amen. David reads, what are you reading out of today? The ESV. Okay, David's reading out of the ESV today, and I'm going to be reading out of the message, guys. <clears throat> so, it says, but there, but there, there's also this. It's not too late. God's personal message. Come back to me and really mean it. Come fasting and weeping. Sorry for your sins. Change your life, not just your clothes. Come back to God, your God, and here's why. God is kind and merciful. He takes a deep breath, puts up with a lot. This most patient God, extravagant in love, always ready to cancel catastrophe. Who knows? Maybe he'll do it now. Maybe he'll turn around and show pity. Maybe when it's all said and done, there'll be blessings full and robust for your God. Amen. You know, um, Real quick, I do want to say this before we get into uh, how this relevant. How's this relevant to us? Because this is what this whole, um, I believe, not e even beyond our devotionals, but even the Bible studies, even the Sunday sermons, is how do we take something that was written thousands of years ago, understand the meaning of it, and and understand how that is relevant to us right now in our lives today. <clears throat> you know, because. It's one thing, and it's important to know what the Bible's saying, who wrote it, what was it written to, what was happening, but it's, it's, it's equally important to say, how does that help me today? You know? But originally, guys, at the time, at, at the time that Joel wrote this, this book, um, Israel was backslidden. Israel was back and forth, serving God, not serving God, and... Um, and I love what, what, what he's telling them, what the Lord is telling him to, to say. Yeah. Um, he's like, you got to return back to me. And, um, and I think the people were turning back to him, but not with their hearts. Because a lot of times, guys, we can tell somebody we love them with our mouth. Yeah. But our heart says com something completely different. And, and I think that the people were doing that to the Lord. Because it says here, return to me with all your heart. With fasting, weeping, mourning. And rend your hearts. That means rip your hearts and not just your garments. Because remember, um, in the old tradition in Israel, when they would mourn, they would rip their their whatever their clothes. They would rip it to show that they were in anguish. And um, even like I, the other day, we were watching the Passion. Well, I think Benjamin was, and I saw most of it when uh, Jesus says that 
he's basically saying he's a messiah. Yeah. And that that priest, he 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 rips his um his garment in half, you know. And um you know this this part here, guys, how does this pertain to us? Is it's about to be a new year. And we talked about that yesterday. You know, but a lot of times people make uh, resolutions. And, and and it's like, oh, you know, this year I'm going to get right with God. This year I'm going to make a resolution. I'm going to go to church every Sunday. Or I'm going to read my Bible in one year. Or, you know, just all these promises, guys. And we make those same resolutions along with, oh, I'm going to diet. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to, whatever it is. And, and it's like we really bunch God with those things. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. it has to be... Mm-hmm more because right here the lord is saying hey are you going to turn to me with all your heart because all you're doing is ripping your clothes and i need you to rip your heart yeah you know and and to me that's what makes the difference guys that's that truly what makes a difference is you got to reach a point where enough is enough and you just bear yourself to God. You know, there's, there, I think there's a reason why we confess our sins to Him. Uh, he already knows everything you did. Yeah. But when you actually say it to Him, there's a difference. There's a breaking that happens. If, if you are truly repentant, there's a breaking that happens. You know, I, I remember sometimes as a child, you would do something wrong, you get in trouble, and you feel bad. But when the parent says, what did you do? They already know what you did, but when you actually say it, you start crying. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, because I'm like, oh my God, she knows what I really did. Like when you burn the house almost down? Yes. Oh my <laughs> God, guys. Yes. You know, when I was when I was young, I was little, guys. I was trying to, I think I was trying to, I was trying to cook a tortilla and, you know, I didn't want to turn it with my hands because I was little. So I grabbed one of the, the mittens, you know, to turn the tortilla around and the mitten caught on fire. And I got so scared because I caught the mitten on fire. I grabbed the mitten and I ran and I threw the mitten under my brother's bed. On fire. On fire, guys. I was little. So I threw the mitten under my brother's bed. And guess what? The room caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, guys. I had my family outside. And I was in... Did you try to hide that? You don't know what happened? <clears throat> yeah. But I obviously couldn't hide it, guys. I almost burned down our whole house. Yeah. That's a good example because you could have thrown it into the sink, but you were afraid that your mom would see the burnt mitten. You would have thrown it to the sink and you would have said, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to. And you know what? Kids are kids. But when you try to hide your sin, you end up burning your house down. You do. When you try to hide, <laughs> you, you could burn your family down. Yeah. You could burn your marriage down. 
You could burn your ministry down. You could burn your life down. You, you can. You know, and, and it's like the Lord is like, you can't hide it from me. Sometimes, sometimes you, sometimes you, you, something may start out innocently, mm-hmm. you know, something you, you may do something innocently or. Because you un- flipping that was innocent. It, it's, it, it was the be, hiding. It could be something done undeliberately, you know, because some things can be done unintentionally. And you know what, the, there's still a, a, a moment of, of redemption, mm-hmm. you know, where the Lord is saying, you know, come back to me. You know, there's redemption. The Lord is having mercy. And, you know, the Lord is saying, come back. Yeah, that's what it says. It yeah. says, even yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me. Return to me. With all your heart. Yes, with everything, with your heart. So, he, saying, he, so he still had a heart for Israel. Yes. And he's, saying, he's like, can you just come back with all your heart? Not yes. just with your mouth. Yes. Can you return to me? Like. And it's crazy because the Lord is like, I freed you from Egypt. Yeah. I, I, I saved you in the wilderness. I fed you in the wilderness. I opened the Red Sea for you. I, I, I knocked the walls of Jericho down. I did all of these things. I, I, I raised up, by this time, I, re, I rose up Israel with the greatest king, King David, and, and Solomon, the wisest of all. I have blessed you upon blessings upon blessings, and you won't return to me? He's like, just return to me with all your heart. Sometimes we're we're afraid, you know, we're afraid of, of such little things, you know, that that we we're afraid. We're afraid, you know. Yeah. And and I think that that happens because we're afraid, like, you know, will he still love me? Will he forgive me? You know? We think that we think that they're you know my sin is too big, you know mm-hmm. my sin is too shameful. You know you you self condemn your, yourself so much that you think that it's unforgivable. But the thing is, is that there is nothing that is that he will never forget that he cannot forgive you from. He loves you. Yeah. He adores you. You're his daughter. You're his son. You're his child. He yeah. loves you. He created you. How can he not love what he created? He named you. He knew you before you were even born. I mean. And, 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 and I truly believe that even though he was talking to Israel then, he's still talking to you today. Yeah. And somebody, some of you watching this, you know what? Maybe you had all the good intentions. Maybe you, 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 you were watching the devotionals. You gave your life to the Lord. And, but maybe you've missed the last few months. And you kind of slacked off and all that. And I truly believe that. In a new year, um, and see, a new, a new year means nothing to the Lord, it, but it's a good indication, it's a landmark for us to say, you know what, um, I, I went off, I went astray. But the Lord is saying, not only do I want you to come back, but I need you to come back with all your heart. So that doesn't happen again. You need to give me everything. You know, the Lord expects everything from us. He, he didn't die 50% on the cross. He gave himself 100% on the cross. And, and he expects 100% back, you know. So I love when it says, rend your hearts. Rip your hearts and not your garments. Yeah. Like quit quit repenting on the outside. And, and I don't know how else to put it, because some people have said, I don't, I don't know how to, to live for God. I don't know how to repent. I don't know how. And, and that's where I always say, you got to surrender, man. 
you know you got to just give it all up you know guys i'm i love to cook i love to bake but see <clears throat> and nowadays when i go onto instagram and i go into i go onto a lot of these you know things and everything you see a lot of people cooking a lot of people doing a lot of this stuff and when you scroll and you scroll and you scroll you see so many posts and and people sometimes will put a lot of their um a lot of their cooking stuff yeah. just to take the images to take the pictures mm. because they want something to look pretty you know and everything but how does it really taste mm. you know how does it really taste and it was crazy because one time i seen something that looked similar to mine but i was like I'm going to try this because for some reason it looks similar to mine, but the ingredients, they're not panning out. And I was just curious because I wanted to know if it was similar to mine, but I was like, hmm, let me just try it. And it didn't taste the same and it didn't taste good, but why did it look so beautiful? Not everything is going to look the same but be the same you get what i'm saying the inside is not going to look the, it's not going to taste the same it's not going to be the same just because you know just because the it, it looks the same doesn't mean that the ingredients are the same so guys what are the ingredients how did you know what how it tasted though I, because i i've made it it looked the same is what i'm saying oh the look i thought you said i thought you had the meant, appearance you saw somebody I've post the images Okay, I thought you said. I thought you said somebody posted and they yours posted didn't. The, and yours, the picture no, no, of it. I thought you said yours didn't taste the same as theirs. So I was like, when did you taste it? No, theirs? not taste. I'm the, saying oh, the, way the appearance, the look. Okay. But but I saw their recipe. Oh, they put the recipe yes, up. Yes, they okay. put the recipe up. That makes sense. But it didn't. It just didn't taste yeah. at all. But it looked just like mine, and I was like, but it just tasted nothing. And I was mm -hmm. like, why does it look just like mine? But that's what I'm saying. Something can look the same, yeah. but the ingredients. But see, that's the thing. We can all look the same, but one person can have Jesus, one person can. Or we can have an ugly heart, one can have a beautiful heart. The, the ingredients will be different, but we can all look the same. But the out, outward doesn't matter. It's what we have in here. It's who we are inside. Like you know? he says, rend your hearts and not your garments. Yes. It's, it's not yeah. the garments. It's not the outer. It's not the outward. It's the inward. We have the, the inside has to be changing. It's a daily renewal. We have to grow. I was watching this preacher the other day. I've never seen him before. I, I, I looked up, uh, I forgot what subject it was, and I typed sermons about whatever. Girl, how yeah. did you taste it? I'm like, no, it's oh, yeah. the ingredients. Yes. And, and, and I was watching this, this preacher. Never seen him before, nothing, right? And um, <laughs> he started preaching. And have you ever noticed a bad actor in a movie? Many, yes. Yeah, right? And sometimes they think they're doing a great job at being emotional, but it it look, you could tell they're right. The whole thing about a good actor is that when you watch them in a movie, you forget they're acting. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that that's a lot of times people overact on movies. 
I know, because I did horrible movies in the past, and <laughs> I overacted every time. So, uh, you know, but so this guy was, um, he was preaching, and he was just talking at first, you know, saying hello, thank you for turning for my service, and blah blah blah, this and that, and and then he starts right away, and does that voice like you're almost crying. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I, I can't even do it. You know, I can't do it. But it makes me think of what you're saying is that you're ripping the outside. But the inside is what the Lord wants to reach. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, like for me, and I'm not saying every time, but I've seen a lot of ministers that they think the passion is in how loud they are. Yeah. And they end up screaming the whole sermon. You know, you, you scream, the, and, you know, there's a, there's a, I've heard there's websites where, where some pastors buy sermons. Yeah. Remember I was telling you? Yeah. And um, that's like basically the same as getting the ingredients of something. Right? You got the ingredients. It's right there. So it's you got to reproduce it in home by using those ingredients. And when people buy sermons, you know, I, I've never been to those websites. But I imagine, I imagine, I don't know, there's probably like uh, a sad Here's 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 the sad uh, sermons. Here's the funny sermons. Here's the you know, and you kind of click what you want or whatever. That'd be interesting to see what those are like. I wanna I wanna uh, see what that's like. I don't know. That'd uh, be a trip. Yeah, the, but uh, and the only reason I know is because I remember my brother when I was in prison. He was telling me that the and an evangelist they flew him all the way from yeah, Chicago. I remember, I remember he shared that. Yeah, all the way from Chicago. He had to be at the Hilton, so they put him at the five star Hilton here in Stockton, and and um. And he he came, he, they brought him, they went to dinner, they're joking, they're laughing. And my brother was like, he was he was at the he was a youth pastor at the time, I think. So he's they're hanging out, and then in his mind, he's like, I haven't he hasn't mentioned the sermon. He hasn't mentioned because he had mentioned that he doesn't didn't have a sermon when he got off the plane. Yeah. And and my brother's hanging out with this guy the whole day, the whole evening, it's getting late, they have service in the morning. And he's just like wondering because he was new to ministry. And he in his mind, he's like, when's this guy going to get, his, get his message, right? Uh -huh. And I kid you not, he saw him flip up his laptop, go to a website, and purchase a sermon for $10. Wow. Printed it. And he goes, I could not believe the next day he preached it with so much passion and it wasn't even his sermon. Wow. That's insane to me. That's insane, you know? And uh, it makes... You know, I find that really, really odd because I remember I remember before, like, let's just say, for instance, when I, when, I, when I did that woman's, when I spoke for that woman's event when we were on 8th Street, mm -hmm. I remember that I worked so hard in, in putting together, you know, that, that one sermon that one time. And I, man, and I was like, ready and everything and i'm like i worked so hard at this lord and the moment that i got up there the lord had different plans and i didn't i couldn't even preach anything that was on that sermon yeah after i worked hours and hours and hours because the lord is gonna lead whichever way that he wants to mm -hmm. and if he places something in your heart he will change it like this yeah it's like, so how can anybody just go off of what is on a piece of paper? 
because I, I can't, don't know. I can't even do it. I, I heard Joel Osteen writes his own sermons, but then he completely memorizes them. Because I was watching a thing on him, like he himself was showing a document. So it's not like a slander him. He was it was showing like a day in life of Joel Osteen, and he would write his sermon like on a Monday. And then he would practice it in front of a mirror. And then by Sunday, boom, he knew it and he would preach it. That's crazy. But I mean, at least the guy wrote his own stuff. Yeah. But but it's crazy that he memorized word for word his sermon. Smile, huh? Yeah. Can you imagine that? Me preaching like that with a smile? You know, and I mean, and I'm not knocking him. Matter of fact, I was like, how does he memorize? I can't memorize nothing. You know, like, that's crazy. That's a skill, you know, but. Um, if I wasn't in front of him, I wonder if he'd forget that I was his wife. He forgets everything. <laughs> no, don't forget that. Okay, you better not. Uh, but, you know, like, when you mentioned about seeing a recipe, I will say this, is that when Sharon cooks, guys, like, if I make a sandwich, it looks like somebody ran it over. <laughs> and when she makes a sandwich... It looks like a catalog or something like I don't know, you know, and and the only thing I'm like I use the same bread. It's we're in the same house. I have the same cheese, the same bread, the same everything. Why does hers look like that? And honestly, my only conclusion is that is that it's a passion for her. It is. So because there's love in it and passion, it's not gonna look like it got ran over. Like my I don't have no passion for sandwich, I was just hungry. You know what I mean? So there's no passion there. And 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 that's the only thing that makes a difference. I've seen you make stuff out of nothing. I'm like, like we will have people over. And then she'll say something like, man, I feel like eating something sweet. And then she'll get up. And I'm thinking, did she have something sweet and she hid it from me? You know, like is there pies or something, whatever. And she's gone. And then I forget because we're here sitting there talking, whatever. And then she'll come back 10 minutes later, and she sits down, and we're all talking, and then she gets back up, maybe And 10. they'll start smelling something. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like, what is that? And she comes back, like she literally just baked a pie or a cake or whatever the heck you make. And we're like, you've done it to my parents. Like, my parents came one day, huh? And you slap something together with peaches in it or something. And, and um, <laughs> guys... And and it's funny because she's very modest and humble about it because she's like, it was just a cake or it was just a pie, you know. And it's because it came it it comes easy to her because it's her passion. And in the same way, she'll be like, I don't understand how you came up with that sermon. Yeah. And I'll be like, because the way you cook is the way I preach. You know what I mean? Because it's a passion that you have. I'm just like I I love I love the word. You know I love the word and. And, I, and not only do I love the word, I love to see the light turn on in people's eyes. When they hear something they might have never heard before, or they hear it in a different way they never saw before. Okay. And that is beautiful to me. So it's crazy how you're not using special ingredients. You're not going to Mars and getting something different. You're using the same stuff at Winco or Food for Less, the same flour, the same egg, the whatever, I don't know, whatever ingredients you have. But it's something about how you put it together. When I preach, I'm using the same verse, the same Bible, the same, you know what I mean? And and it's like, guys, so when we have a passion for something, when we have a love for something. When you put God in it and when you put the Lord into it, I think that you're able to make that relatable to life and to 
Yeah, She's because I don't want like like you said the the you put this thing together and you saw on Instagram. I don't want it to just look pretty. I want it to taste good. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to have a a sermon that's well put together. I want it to taste good when you consume it. Yeah. You know. And anyways, going back to this, I love that the Lord says, "Listen, you need to come back to me, but you need to do it with everything." Yeah. Everything, not uh, just the outer. Yeah, not just, and you need to rip your hearts and not just the outside. And look what he says. Let me cut the inside. <laughs> and then he says, "Return to the Lord." He says it twice. Yeah. Return to the Lord, for He is gracious and mer- merciful, and slow to anger, and steadfast in love, and He relents over disaster. Meaning, don't he, burn the house. he wants to hold back disaster from you. Yeah. He does not want you to destroy yourself. He does not want you to hurt yourself. And I love how it ends. He goes, who knows whether he will turn around and leave a blessing. You know, and this is what the Lord was telling the prophet Joel to tell the nation of Israel. But I think right now the Lord is using this to some of you need to turn back to God. Go back to your first love. You need to rededicate yourself. You need to repent because God is gracious. And he is, and he, and and he is love, and he is uh, merciful, and he wants to drop a blessing on you. He wants to bless you, not materially. Don't you understand that to have Christ is to have a blessing? I, yeah. I love today. Um, today, I love when we heard our evangelist today when he was on that panel. Um, he to hear a man say, "I'm in love. I'm in love with Jesus." I love when you're able, when you hear a man say that, because there's nothing wrong with a man being able to say, I love Jesus. And it's a beautiful thing when you can hear a man say that, because it's a beautiful relationship with him. And that is so precious to be able to say, I love my father, you know, because he is yeah. Our ultimate father. He is our ultimate. It's beautiful to have to go back to that first love, to love your father with with that that love. It's it's an intimate love and we're supposed to be in love with our father. We love him because he loves us so unconditionally. And you know, I, I loved hearing that and I think a lot of the time um men sometimes put up this machismo, this persona of, you know, like, you know, that sometimes they're too afraid to admit that or say that, you know, in a sense, but no, come on, you know, you know, women, you know, it's, it's a beautiful intimacy to have that intimate love, you know, for our father in heaven, you know, it's, he's our first love, you know, before husbands, before anybody, because without his love, how can we love our husbands the way they're supposed to be loved? How can we love our children? How can we love anybody? How can we love ourselves? We are to love ourselves with the love that he provides, you know, us. Yes, it's, I think it's a beautiful place to be back in love with him. If, if you mm-hmm. have straight away, fall back in love with him, you know, fall back in love with him. Go back to your first love. That's all he's saying is come back. Yeah. Come back, you know. Once in a while we'll get somebody 
that will message out of nowhere. They used to attend, and then months and months go by. We we never heard from them. Never knew what happened. And then they'll they'll message and say, "I really want to go back, but I'm embarrassed." And I'm like, "Embarrassed of what?" They're like, "Well, because I just stopped coming and never answered your messages or never, you know." And um, the Lord just wants you to come back. He just wants you to come back, you know, because um, he's merciful, guys. Yeah. And and what he expects, though, is for us to rip our hearts open to him, not just our outside. That's all we're saying over and over and over on this on this devotional is to come back to him. You know, and um, guys, there is there is nothing better than Christ to have Christ is to have everything. You don't need nothing else. It does not mean that your life is going to be, you know, all roses. But what it does mean is through the hard times, he's going to be with you. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, when I was a child, I remember I grew up in a ranch. So sometimes, you know, we had to get something from the garage or throw the garbage out. And it was dark. It's dark out there sometimes. huh? Oh, yes. And, um, And I would be afraid, you know. And uh, But my dad wanted to show me there's nothing to be afraid of, so he would go out with me. When my dad went out there, the sun didn't come up and make it bright. The darkness was still there. But what made the difference is my father was next to me. And when my father was next to me through the darkness, I had no fear. Because to me, my dad was my hero. Man, I could have got attacked by, by 50 wolves, and, and in my heart, my dad would have beat them all up. <laughs> Because there was no way something in the dark was going to be stronger than my dad. That's how my heart was as a child. My dad is my hero. And still. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that is what the Lord is saying. He's saying, I I can't take you out of this dark world. But you know what? I will be next to you. And if I'm next to you, who can be against you? He's our protector. He's our rock. He's our foundation. He's our savior. He's the king. And there is nobody above the Lord. Nobody, guys. To have him is to have everything. When we're complete in him, everything is just, everything else is just a blessing. Yeah. It's just like that cherry on top. Blessing, blessing, because we're complete in him. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's beautiful. If, if If you think that, Every day, if you wake up every day and just thank him for your completeness, for being your, your, if you wake up saying, I'm hidden in you, Lord, and I am complete in you every day, and you wake up knowing that and being sure in that every day and say, I am complete in you, Lord, I am complete in you, then everything that happens in that day is just a blessing beyond blessing, beyond blessing, beyond blessing. If you find a quarter, on the sidewalk, that's a blessing. You know, if somebody says, God bless you, that's a blessing. If somebody says, I love you, that's a blessing. Anything that happens, whether it be good and bad, it is a blessing because it'll be a blessing in disguise. Everything is a blessing because you already are complete in him. You are hidden in him. Everything is just a blessing. Amen. And that's the way we just got to look at it every day. Mm-hmm. If you are complete in him, yeah. count it all joy and blessing everything that's 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 just it amen yeah 
So, guys. I agree. You agree? I agree. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, we already have you here for 44 minutes or so. So, God bless you guys. Yes. Have a great day. Hopefully, the coffee's good. If you're about to make coffee, we probably made coffee 45 minutes ago. But in case you're going to have coffee, put so some canela in it. Put a little bit of cinnamon in it. Go old school. I don't you know. put a little bit of abuelita in yours. Yeah, guys, I made it. I made an old school Cadillac today. <laughs> I had those abuelita pucks, the chocolate puck. Cut a piece off, dropped it in the coffee, and let it melt. Bam. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye, guys. Love you, guys. See you later. Let's all clap because Cholo Trucker can't. <laughs> Was that too soon? Yes. Sorry, Trucker. I punched him for you. All right, bye. Bye, guys.